Conspiracy at Kresik. Season 1, Episode 8. It is Smarch 2018. I am Devin the GM, and to my left we have X playing Y. Tyler playing Phineas Grossbottom. Kevin playing Asher. And PF Jack Angus. Alright, gang. Why don't you recap last session to us? Well, we finished playing the Dream Realms. Left the place firmly after rescuing the Deluznia. Looted the body of a vampire. Yeah. Tossed some heart into the pyre and make it eternal or whatever. And left that place. After burning down some tree end. With pesticide. And then we got back to town and found out that a copycat serial killer was now murdering people in the same manner as the previous serial killer. And uncovered some very strong evidence that this was tied to demonic activity and possession. Demonic is such a strong word. <laughs> Something especially going on. And then he went to a spooky cabin in the woods. Spooky. And discovered that it has connection to the mining company and that they've taken something from there, probably back to the mines. Yep. And then we talked with the chaplain about some uh, rosary that comes from the, ha the little Barovia orphanage, something. Something like that. Basically, we got the quest mark in the little Barovia. Okay, we'll figure it out. Maybe. Remember the priesthood that runs the uh, orphanage there, left there, cross behind in someone's throat. So. What a nice thing to do. Evidence. Yep. Okay. Put on your detective mode. Alright. So... You guys are in Kresik? Mm -hmm. Yep. <clears throat> I believe you're meeting up with the Delizia twins. Yeah, I think so. Sounds about right. Cross-reference what they found and so on. Yeah, mm -hmm. one of them was collecting information on the killer. And the other was just palling around. That's nice. So we're talking to the useful one. I mean, the palling around one's the combat character. The one finding serial killer notes is the uh, nerd. They're both useful in their own way. Yeah. And we were also going to talk to the mayor of the town. What do they call them? Burgermeister? The Burgermaster. To um, <laughs> get permission. <laughs> Burgermaster, Master Burger? Have it your way, Witch King. For official official permission to enter the mines again. <laughs> and, um, you know, not get attacked on site. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Best to talk with the twins first to get uh, further evidence so we they have less reason to refuse us. The Burgomaster is called Ivan Wachter. Wachter. Yeah. And he is Burgomaster of Kresik, the city. And there's another word for that for being like the rural areas. I want to say Boyer? Boyer. Jean Terrar? Uh, no, not in this part of uh, <laughs> Moft. Yeah. Con Barovia. <coughs> so, you guys are what? Probably at Phineas's house? Yeah. 
Yeah, at the workshop. All right, you three return with your findings, and uh, the Delusnia twins are there as well. They've set up work on one of your cleared out tables and have like paper and stuff down, and are just talking back and forth in fantasy French or fantasy Norlands, Norlinian. The word. And they kind of just, you know, turn their attention to you when you walk in. So what have you found? Oh, um, I was able to find the the notes and documentation I made on the that, that route the killer was taking in between uh, Kresik and the Outlands. Good. And it runs through the mines? Yes, it's a, it's a path through there. Through the cave system. Huh. Occurs to me we can use the same cave if we want to get in there without being noticed. Oh, yes, you just have to head to the outskirts. So easy. It's an option to fall back on if we don't get the proper backing for uh, all this. Ah, uh, indeed. Indeed, a wise choice. Uh, he has the journals of the serial killer out for your perusal. Someone should read that out loud for, you know, all our benefits. I'll, I'll do so. Whoever might be the investigator. Whoever might be literate. Whoever that might be. The, the, the cat. <laughs> it's about the extent of his, uh... You know, that was picked up the tavern. Cat's Cradle. Okay, so we read that out loud for those less, you know, reading inclined. But we'll, we'll read it and we'll say the, the pertinent bits aloud. We'll make the gist of it, definitely. Okay. Uh, yeah, so going over the diary, it seems to be from uh, an individual who like doesn't sign his own name in his own diary. What, what is this? Silent Hill? Or Resident Evil? Or Bioshock? System Shock? I mean, you can use a name at the front. It's not like a whole book. It's like pages. It's mm-hmm. like pages that have been collected together between like like rocks and stuff. Like... Someone who doesn't can't afford a book because books are expensive. It was me, the cat's whore. <laughs> the cat's whore? The cat's whore dazzler. The cat's whore dazzler, wow. What a, what a reference for you to make. I don't know. Your references are sucking into me, Devin. It's amazing. Okay. Um, so yeah, it is a fellow who was basically working hard labor because that's how you make a living in Kresik if you can work hard labor. Uh, and a lot of his writings, like, like, it looks like he took everything he had and had in that little dugout that, um, <coughs> Gerard had found. Uh, and it's mundane-ish. It's just him talking about working for a living and living his life, you know? There's sometimes there's, like, screwed sketches of things like birds and trees or flowers or, like, just finding a way to whittle away the next 20 to 30 years before he'll die. So no listing of the people he hates and the reason why he hates them who will be the next target. <laughs> are any of the I'm getting there. <laughs> are any of the animals or birds unusual? Uh, in the beginning, not really. It seems like he's just doing like charcoal sketches with charcoal because it's bountiful when you have a you live by fire pits. Hmm. Uh, it's near the end where the stuff that would be Skyrim quest marker starts popping up. Okay. Though this would be more like Morrowind, where they don't give you quest markers, it slowly creeps in, so you have to read the whole goddamn thing to get an idea of what's going on. Yeah. Um, the dude starts having 
more um, like restless nights. He, he he's being kept up. Um, he starts to get this suspicion in his head that some of the people in Kresik are, are strange or there's something wrong with them. Like they look at him funny. And um, he, he basically comments that he was working construction, like getting the mine set up and stuff. Because, uh, you know, they had him go in there, put the wood in and like get the supports going. And there was like a, a part of the mine that was like, like not quite opened up all the way. And there was like <coughs> stagnant water running through it that was like... Like, it had a very acidic smell, or very, like, he, he, he said it smelled like rotten eggs. Right. And uh, when he he went to, like, kind of, like, move it around and do stuff in there and cut his hand on something metal in there, and ever since then, uh, he's been starting to, like, it doesn't really correlate for him. He doesn't figure out that's what happens, but it's around that time that he start like, the next day he starts mentioning that people start looking funny to him. Got an infection or something. Tetanus. Did we ever dig up the bodies of the victims? Uh, no. We were gonna kind of leave that as a last resort. I mean, it's still an option. Well, we're going to like, we're going to drain that puddle thing, the la- underground lake. Reservoir. The acid pit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, after that, uh, his writings get more erratic, more like capitalized and full of spelling errors. Um, he starts getting like he starts talking about outbursts that people have had at him because they they they're getting mad at him or he's getting mad at them. It's getting more confused and feverish. Um, and he talks about like animals following him at night, like whenever he's trying to go to bed, he's being watched constantly by uh, by like vermin. He says like like there's these big rats out there that are watching him and, and trying to trying to get him. Oh, let's see, hysteria. This is the uh, diary of the first serial killer. The, the actual right? serial killer. Okay. So, he might have been killing the wrong people, but it's a far cry from the current one where we're actually seeing signs of uh, actual possession, I guess. But we should still check. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, as it goes on, he starts talking about how he has to, like, he, he's basically. He started hearing voices telling him that uh, he can't stop this or that it's mocking him or taunting him and goading him, letting him know that, that he's going to die soon, that he's been cursed. So he's taken upon himself to start like flashing out and getting rid of these demon people. They look weird. Uh-huh. He saw one of the vermin crawl into someone's mouth when they were sleeping and he like followed them and took care of them. Get the vermin out of you. Yeah, hey, uh, how do people get possessed? Like, is there something that causes it? Mm-hmm. Priscilla! Uh, transpossession. Which is? An evil spirit enters through your negative emotions or being un, uh, unloyal to your family or patriarchs um, and then slowly starts to replace you with it. So, negative emotions, like being tortured slowly, being mad, um, coveting someone's wife or husband, uh, getting greedy, uh, being bad to authority figures, not tithing to the church enough, you know, bad feelings. I'm trying to cross-reference that with, like, medical stuff, like, oh, what disease could this be? Uh, oh, you come from World War One. Yeah. I don't know. Tetanus and a blood fever. He probably had ghosts in his blood. 
I know they had much more advanced medical knowledge in World War One, but you are a doctor from Australia. It was yeah. probably ghosts. But, like the victims, if he was trying to torture the demons out of them or whatever, that could actually probably open them up to actual demons and ghosts possessing them because, you know, they're being tortured to insanity. It's possible. So, kind of its own. I'd have to check my books. Yeah. So. I, I don't have uh, my guide to fiends. Its own self-fulfilling thing, I guess, where, you know, he catches innocent people and tortures them until they're possessed and then feels, uh, or they're not Justified. innocent at all, and for some reason the silver stream gave him second sight. I mean, I'm more willing to believe that a bunch of innocent people got caught up by a madman than uh, that a bunch of people in our town are evil. Could be they're like. Do we know any of the victims? You knew them in that you you know you grew up in town with them their entire lives. Yeah, but they were like children and stuff too. Like the kill? old, the weak, the infirm, some of the young. Yeah. Yeah, I really can't see you know some thirteen year old being you well, know evil enough to justify that. Any gap a devil can call crawl through. I was wondering if we should dig up a few more bodies and see for sure. Like I said, the ones in the colder areas might be easier to check that kind of thing for. I'll go get my grave digging shovel. Why do you have one of those? I mean, it's a regular shovel, shovel, but... You gotta dig your own grave in this town. Just the way it is. You gotta earn your life. I mean, it's a medieval town. Those usually have like negative population growth. People come here to die. Should we do that before going to the Burgermeister? I don't know. It might be good to go to the Burgermeister first. No, let's go to the Bur. Yeah, let's let's do that first because. Uh... If we get caught robbing graves, <laughs> yeah, things could go very south for us very quickly. Well, it's less robbing and more checking to make sure like this is a legit issue with demonic possession. Yeah. I mean, well, it is my grave digging shovel because it's the quietest one. Generally, you don't want to be going around graves telling that they've been possessed by demons and so on. To generally test aggravate the family of the victims. We have genuine. I mean, we've got a body down in the chapel right now that is chock full of demon things. It's not like we're doing this without cause or on a hunch. Well, probably should still involve the priests or whatever. We should have things sanctified or whatever. We could show the body to the Burgermeister as well. Show him the evidence and then tell him that we need to check one of the other bodies. You think he's got stomach for that? Two other bodies? Does he? Who? The Burgermeister. Burgermeister's a hard man. Ah. He'd want to know, too. This is on all our heads if uh, there's rampant possession. Oh, it's on his head and ours. Do we know him well enough to know how he would react to the idea of 
I mean, like possession within the town. It's a pretty big ask there. <laughs> How did you react to the murders but from I mean, last like, time? Is he a spiritual man? Yeah, he's Peruvian. Yeah, I think that's enough of an answer. So we're going to this guy. Or what are we doing first? Well, let's, yeah, let's go to him. And again, the priest we talked to you didn't even seem willing to... Human idea? I think the priest was just being diplomatic. I mean, we had a body right there with feathers in its throat. Where, oh, all right, back of the eyeball. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that particularly church endures by being especially overt. I mean, you don't want to rally up the locals. Well, yeah, let's go talk to him. All right. Uh, what did you all find? If we can get a... Oh, right. A uh, cabin out in the woods. Um, just one of the ones that the miners have been renting. Um, we're, you know, murder victim. Uh, Transposition. <laughs> signs of sulfur at the windowsills. Doorframe. Struggle inside. Something inside there had been taken out, carted off to the mine. Something heavy. It was hidden in a room, so... Yeah. The cadaver had feathers behind his eyes and could turn his head like an owl. She was there for that. Oh, yeah. Oh. No. Okay. I think they're both just gathering info from you. Yep. All right. We'll, we'll take a look. Let's see. See what we can research here. We have our notes. Okay. Yep. Oh yeah, the cross was specifically from um, a priest or a holy figure in, in uh, the town of Barovia. Ah, interesting. From an orphanage. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So you're gonna go meet the burgomaster. Yeah. Okay. We're back. Okay, Peter is going to play a card. Peter, talk about your card. I mean, it's basically sort of the sessions. Which the it is. Yeah. It's the enemy card, which basically means that the GM chooses a villain of their choice, and the villain becomes our sworn enemy, and until the enemy is retired, then I'll be getting a new, an extra adventure card each game. Which means to be getting two more than everybody else. And so on and so on. And yeah, I can't soak wounds caused by them. And so on and so on. Can't soak wounds caused by your enemy? Yep. That is rough. Welcome to your nightmare. Extra cards, guys. Might as well make it interesting. So Peter has put that into play. So, the Burgermeister. Burgermeister Walker is in the middle, like he, he's situated in kind of the, the Burgermeister's estate, um, which is his home, but he also like lives, he also has like, a, like an office building, not an office building, but like a, a town hall, a longhouse, a thing in the middle-ish of town, because it's a fortress city, like a keep thing. 
where he would be to manage the city. His mayor palace, yeah. The mayor place. The mayor mayor. The <laughs> seat of his power. Yeah, the mayor place. You know what I mean. Uh, the yeah. burger place. The burger master. What? No, no. This music's appropriate. Whatever. Majula it is. It's a really good background track. Alright. Uh, Ivan Wachter is a man in his later years. He's gray. He's covered in wrinkles. Uh, he has a giant Barovian beard that he keeps, like, trimmed in improper order. Um... He's balding, like, and he's in pretty good health. Uh, he walks around in furs and has like a like a necklace that shows that he it's his badge of office or whatever. Um, and yeah, he just looks like a rugged guy. He still hunts. He still fishes. The whole thing. Ooh. And yeah, he's managing stuff in the mayor's estate, uh, going about his business. Like he's sitting at a table, just going over paperwork talking to advisors and stuff. It's, you can just kind of walk in. Hmm. This place is full of people. Are you going to start something in here? You'll get stabbed. <laughs> okay. We'll go in. Greet him. Say that, uh, Phineas. Know, wish them Asher. Came. John. Jack. Jack. He says the name like it's a weird name. Which is a weird name. It is. <laughs> Yes, yes. Jaxed. Jaxed. What can I do for the three of you? <clears throat> well, I wish that we came under better circumstances, but it seems that our town is again plagued by troubles. And you remember how the last time there were there was a murderer afoot, we were able to assist in apprehending him? I'm well aware of the previous killer. We're hoping that we might blend our abilities again. Mm. He gets up from the table and kind of walks around the room. It's, it's a stone room. There's like torches and there's a fireplace. There's a, a rather large hunting hawk kind of on a perch nearby with like with a little hood on to keep it from freaking out. He kind of walks over to it and is kind of just stroking it. Like just, you know. That is a complicated thing as the killer seems to have resurfaced. Yet we put him down, scattered his bones into the rock of the mines. We know for a fact it was uh, the right person too, so this is this has got to be a copycat. A copycat? How ghoulish! Is that how these things work? Generally, one doesn't aspire to imitate; one aspires to cut their own path. Mad men do a lot of things. But mad, but predictability is not one of them. Hmm. We actually, uh, we're looking at the body of the victim. And we're seeing things that, uh, are cause for concern. Hmm? What religion is he? Barovian. <laughs> they they have their own, like, 
cultural religion. Do they? Basically. Like, you all kind of do. It's a mixed... People think the Morning Lord is... Like, Morning Lord religion is kind of the main religion, but people also think the Church of Ezra is, you know, oh, so optimistic. Good for you. Hmm. But, you know, Barovian folk religion. Which is a superstitious religion. Oh, oh it's so superstitious oh, and xenophobic. <laughs> okay, and oh wait, this person that was killed was an outsider as well. They were a... Um, One of the merchants. Yeah. It might be easier if we could just show you. I am I am quite occupied with this affair as it is. You came here to speak. What do you have to say? Uh, signs of possession. He spits into the fireplace. Don't bring that evil into this house. Uh, sorry, it's it's true though. We we what examined proof the body. have you? The body itself. Um, feathers on the back Blackbird of the eyes. Signs. Blackbird signs, yeah, that's the uh, head that turns like an owl. Their bodies deformed in ways that aren't natural to a human or elf. Nah. An old, an old woman playing tricks with her poultry. A child or a cruel man, a, a mule or an idiot, breaking bones when they're mishandling a body. An outsider with their tainted blood. None of these things speak to... Uh, kind of just makes like a hand sign. So a hand sign of I do not want to deal with that. Maybe. Be that as it may, we have reason to believe that the current murderer is using the mines to get into the town. Through a we, tunnel, yeah. A tunnel? Yeah. We'd like to check this out. Tell me about this tunnel. It was uh, used by the uh, previous killer to, uh, to lead from the uh, mines into town without coming off as suspect. We never knew how he moved so quickly. We'd like to check it out, make sure that whoever's doing this isn't uh, using the same routes, and if they are, help apprehend them. But we have reason to believe that the merchant guild might not, might not be so cooperative if we approach them on our own, which is why we were hoping for some official sanction. The merchant's influence is far-reaching, and they gild it in gold, or silver, he says silver, but gold is alliterative. They gild it in silver. If I were to push against them on their new prospect, the repercussions to me would not be insignificant if we were wrong. We don't necessarily need to push against them. Nothing that we're proposing to do hurts their interests. Ah, but you want to go into the mines. We'd like access, that's all, to stop a murderer, which is also in their interests as well. <laughs> Silvermen do not care about, they don't care about their interests, they care about their coffers. What kills one leaves more shares for the other. Men who deal with money in such ways have no empathy or common good in their hearts. Merchants. Non-humans. 
You want to slap? <laughs> oh, Royal. What do you have for me for this? What? We did find evidence in the um, in the cabin of something being stowed there that was large, possibly a coffin. Yeah. A coffin? Like the one that we uh, buried. Did we bury the... Yeah, we did. We buried the previous killer. You guys basically wrapped up his body and hucked him in a rock grave. I thought it was in a sarcophagus. Might have been. Because I thought that was... I mean, the vampire was in a sarcophagus. <laughs> no one likes to hear the word coffin. They took something from the scene to the mine. Something large, something in a hidden room. They're covering up something. Very well. Go check the mine, but I can vote for you getting in, but I can't vote for your safety inside. Accidents happen. Understood. It'll be all too easy for the killer to, he uses air quotes, strike again while you were left alone and vulnerable inside. Okay. Well, given the way the coward attacks, I don't think it'll be that easy. You know, the weak, the infirm, children. He, um... I think he's implying that the merchants might kill us. Oh, that too. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one. Oh, Asher. And uh, we won't soon forget your graciousness. See that you don't. A quiet end to this would be best. I don't need another. Ri- I don't need another riot and mob on our hands. Right. Be careful with your tongue about this. Fiendishness. I don't see why those words need to be uttered again outside of this room. See that they don't, especially not around the peasants. Okay. Alright. I guess we go towards the mines. Or do you want to be digging? Do you want to ask about the digging as well? No, no, no. I don't want to ask <laughs> about the digging. <laughs> Okay. There's no real point if he no. doesn't want to believe it, so... Okay. It's not like he doesn't want to believe it. He doesn't want it to be a thing. He doesn't want to get involved. Barovians are very superstitious. He believed it as soon as you proposed it. He just doesn't want to. Mm. <laughs> he wants to violently reject it. Oh no, not this again. This is shit. I don't want to deal with this. Legalize murder. <coughs> yeah, so let's let's get to the mine. Your next step is the mine. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we return then to the Kresik mine, which was a salt mine or a silver mine or a quartz mine. <laughs> it was everything mine. <laughs> it's a little bit of everything. Let's bring all of our gear with us as well and equip ourselves for spelunking. And maybe if we have to stay overnight. Okay. And a signed affidavit or something from the... Uh... Burgermaster, so that we can actually get in. I don't think we could just go there and be like, yeah, he, he told us to come here, it's okay. I mean, I do have another card that can play. Or we will play. You have to spend bennies! Oh no, my bennies, I've got five of them. Gee. I'm the Benny Banks. Okay, yeah, we'll take all of our gear. Do you bring your woodsman? I'll pack him up. Yeah, bring okay. his little suitcase. 
Your robot. Yep. Robot, your taser, your everything. My brand new telekinetic glove. Oh my. Okay. We pack up and go. I'll leave the donkey at home, though. I'm not taking the donkey into the mine. That's fair. Alright, you guys pack up. Alright, we're back. So, you guys take the path out of town to the Kresik Mine. Uh, it's afternoon, head into evening when you get there, because you've had a full day already. Mm -hmm. You guys wait until morning. It is a mining town. There are some um, some people from the Kresik Militia there. Two or three of them, and they're gesticulating energetically with the uh, merchants. And uh, yeah, the merchants are like, like they're, they're arguing when you guys approach. Can we overhear what they're arguing about? Oh yeah, totally. They're arguing about like people coming onto their land and they're like, this is not your land. This is Strahd's land. <laughs> oh. Outsider. Oh, the uh, merchants are being told off? Oh yeah. Good. They let you on here. <laughs> all the merchants you're looking at, um, they're outsiders, right? But they are all, um, instead of wearing like the, like the, the, uh, the kind of foreigner clothing they wear, now they're wearing like heavier Barovian style clothing, but they also have like heavy like wrappings and like leather stuff on them and gloves and coats and like hoods. Uh, they're covering themselves up pretty a lot. Is it, spring? Is it that cold? Or? It's spring breaking. Mm. They're from somewhere warm or they're hiding something. Yeah. A cold tattoo. Dress for combat. <laughs> yeah, they don't usually dress like this, but like the, the ones you can see, not all of them are like it, but the majority are. Or maybe they're paranoid about being attacked and murdered. Maybe. <laughs> Or maybe they're hiding their Adam Jensen Typhoon mods so that if someone jumps you, ball bearings explode out of you with a Claymore mine. That could be it too. Sounds oh, good. Right. Savage Rifts. Oh, that's going to be good. <laughs> I didn't ask for this. Well, it's awesome. Claymore mines. Uh, but yeah, when you guys approach, they all spit at your feet and leave the scene. Charming. The fishermen or the merchantmen? The merchantmen okay. who are dressed up like shaman. Okay. Not the town guards. The town guards are here on your behalf. Oh. Let me get uh, close to them and I can puke on their shoes. Let's not antagonize the situation. All right. So, so yeah, you're in the you're in the miners' camp. There's longhouses and <coughs> storehouses and like rock piles everywhere and like lumber that's been cut down. This place has been stripped clean and like clear cut and turned into like a little tiny camp for people to live in where they mine. You know, latrines and like um, sump holes have been all dug and stuff. So, do you want to be asking around about the things that was taken from the place? The... Then they know um, that yeah. uh, we know. And we don't want them to know what we know. We're not doing much asking of these people, I don't think. We're just looking. Okay. I mean, we could. Either or. So we know where the tracks left off, right? Ones that we followed? Yeah. Can we pick up the trail from there? In here? Mmm, like, that'd be tricky. Probably hard because there's probably way more traffic around here, so... How would you go about identifying those tracks from the foot track around here? You know it came here to the mining camp in the mine. It'd be heavier than most coming into town, coming into here, because usually the heavy stuff would be going out. Maybe mm -hmm. that. There'd be different 
thickness, maybe they're just like something more improvised, cut-wise, or maybe, you know, it's not Also a good point. Yeah. All right, so I guess that means we do dice rolls. Yep. Um, what would that be? Notice. Notice. The notice skill. Notice us. Oh, I do have Ha-ha-ha! Our group is pretty good at noticing things. Okay. Okay, it's the bottom one, isn't it? Yes. Ooh, so, yeah, the race. Nice. Two? Two raises? Uh, that's another four. Oh. Yeah. And a two, so one raise. So you got two raises and I got nothing. You guys are able to locate the tracks working together. Cool. They flew off that road, head into here, and it looks like uh, it might have been brought into one of the larger houses built directly into the, the, the stonework of the, the face of the mine. Because like it's not like a big hole in the ground anymore. They've built like a house, like a, like a facade over it out of stone and lim... lum. Wow. I said like four different words for wood. It was timber, lumber, and like wood at the same time. They built a facade over the mine that has like, you know, racks for tools and like doors and like... Better channeling for like minecarts and wheelbarrows and stuff to come out of. <coughs> so it, so it, it went into one that isn't heading directly into the main entrance of the mine, but it headed into that kind of building nearby. Okay. So a group of merchants stalked off after we came through. Are there still people around? Yeah, just like five or six people just mulling about. Some people are still putting finishing touches on the longhouses. We got like a writ for this, right? Or was it just. No, those soldiers showed up and told them to get fucked. <laughs> so we can pretty much explore anywhere without them getting all... Yeah, oh, unless they decide that you're, you know, vulnerable and try to murder you. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, let's just go right into there and violate their privacy. Violate the fuck right out of it. Okay, let's roll up and do it. Alright, where do you guys explore? The cabin that uh, the uh, thing would have been rolled into. Sure, get over there. there. Uh, yeah, it looks like it's a kind of storage area. It looks like it's two stories built into the rock face, into like a small shower cavern into the mountainside. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to open that right up, unless it's yep. locked. No, it's not locked. Uh, the interior is a wooden interior, and it leads into cave, and it looks like they've cut and smoothed and reinforced it. Uh, there's tools in here, like lots of pickaxes and spanners and... Uh, Lanterns, drums of oil. Mm. Well, we look for whatever looks big enough to be heavy enough to leave those sort of deep tracks and what have you. So just... I'm gonna grab a hand weapon. Do they have any like large hammers? Yeah. I'll heft one of those. Yeah, there's a rail driving hammer. Okay. I'm gonna guess the tracks probably lead further into the mine. Uh, they lead into this area and they're they're done because it's wooden here. Mm-hmm. We don't see a cart. Nope. Mm. So but it's just the one cave entrance. Yeah, and it just it, it ends. Like you can see the end of it from here. So it doesn't lead into the mine. That's it. This is the place, right? Yeah, this is the whole place. It's like a shallow cave. Okay. I'll uh, light up a lantern and check out the interior of the cave and check it for any like odd surfaces or. There's more storage in here. They put more like chests and crates and uh, like like big like like boxes, like crated storage boxes, uh, and the sides and the ceiling have all been reinforced with like uh, timber. 
Okay, well, either it's in one of those piles, or there's some secret door around here that someone has been hiding something, so... I guess you can check the actual boxes, I can check the walls and floors, I guess. Sure. You can check something else, I guess. I'll keep watch. Yeah. Brings up that flask of his. Alright, uh, you're going through the crates, there's a pry bar, you can get into them just fine. The crates are full of, um, let me go work through this, uh, iron and steel plates that have engravings on the inside of them. Do we recognize the engravings? Um, they're like, they're, they're like circles that have engravings in them and they're like all matched up into these plates and they're like, they have a screw to hold them together. So, artistic engravings or functional markings? You're a maker man, right? Yeah. Mm, just give me a roll. Like just a smart person roll, a smart roll, skill so smarts. That's the one. Yeah, it looks like four. So, uh, these are minting plates. Oh, minting. Oh. Like for coins. <laughs> Isn't that highly illegal? I mean... If you do it in the country where the coins are made. Every every country has their own coins. I mean, no, back in the day, it used to be like, you know, gods would make their own coins. Everybody had to make their own coins, yeah. necessarily. So as long as you're not pretending to be, you know, so it's Mr. Not, Big Boss. The, the value of the coin, it's not illegal to do really anywhere in this time period, because the value of a coin is literally the material it's printed out of. And just the, the signage on it just told you where it came from and what kind of value it had. You know, it was usually tied to something. The yeah. value of the money or the value of the bank it came from. Which eventually evolved into banknotes because I watch extra history that Peter turned me on to. Um, so yeah, you know, companies would make their own coins if they had the power for it. Like, didn't the East India Trade Company do that? I don't know. Maybe. They were pretty powerful. But uh, these plates, like, there's, there's like solid crates that have like sets of them and some of them are kind of like waxy some of them are materials to make them or to like to, to kind of do the process tools and stuff some are small kilns and whatnot specialized tools uh yeah there's like I don't know, 15 to 20 different distinctive kind of sets in here some are for like bars and ingots none of them are barovian some of them are and so it looks like they want to mine some silver from the mine and smell it directly into coins and bars and everything and have their own money basically out of it. Mm. Which, sense. if you know anything about mining, where for the Crescent Mine would be stupid because the Crescent Mine is really exhaustive silver. Unless they found new veins. Uh, yeah, and then those new veins would make them very rich. Yep. Especially if they're just turning the silver directly into coins. With my silver. <laughs> Those fox. They take it out as coins. Hmm? It might be easier to hide that they find new veins of silver because they're not taking out raw ore, which might raise more eyebrows. They own the. They're like taking ownership of this place, so it's not like anyone can say I mean, anything about it. But I mean, but they don't own it, and it is Barovian land. Cuts full of silver versus cuts full of silver coins raises as much suspicion, really. Yeah. Like, Coins are easier to kind of conceal and move around. Ore is still ore. It's yeah. huge. And probably just smelted. Yeah, smelt into ingots. Yeah. Either or. I mean, why else would they have so many different types? 
If they just wanted to mine it and smelt it into coins, they would have one set of coins. Well, this is to make it look like it comes from different areas. I mean, they're trying, they're trying to copy some something that's already existing. Either trying to do forgery here, or are just minting their own coins. Just read, read those in the reverse. You're smart enough. <laughs> do, do any of them say Strud the Magnificent? Oh, the coins are symbol based. Yeah, yeah. That's why I asked if someone yeah. Barovian. Yeah. Like, there's like the rat and the raven and the wolf on them and stuff. Okay. Or whatever, whatever the coinage in this, in this backwards hellhole. What did you find in the walls? Oh, the rat tooth, the raven claw, and the wolf fang. The raven claw. <laughs> um, there's also in the, the crates as you're going through, there's like uh, parts for more complex like tools and dice and stuff. Hmm. Like, um, there's, there's like, like, Sheets of metal and like different like kind of waxes and like carved rock that would be used to like forge, like it'd be a master template to forge parts. Tooling dies. You're a craft person who figure out what they can make out of this. Can I tell what they're trying to forge? It looks like this all this equipment in here is like to set up a workshop. Like the, these are like like tooling die templates and like the materials to make other tooling dies to like build bigger things. It's right. this is like a whole setup. So they're wanting to take iron or whatever from these mines and turn it into tools, I guess, so they're just doing everything in the house. Yeah, yeah they're trying to set up something big here for sure. Yeah. This, this, is, this is a big operation. No wonder they're upset that we're poking around. Yeah. It's like it's, aside from the fact it's not their mine, it's all kind of on the up and up. It's nothing to <coughs> bring them into the law. Or... I mean, they're preparing for something big and that's it. So. So, yeah, my guess is they found extra veins down there. Yep. Like a big deposit. Which is funny. I've worked here for years and... Dry. Okay. Anything else? Uh, well, that's what you found. You? Um... He's moving shit around, and you're specifically looking for, like, hidden, like, hatches and entryways. Yeah. Uh, one of the support structures is false. Okay. I think I found something. Like, you don't have to roll, because if you're looking for it, you're gonna find it. Okay. Well, I guess with Asher together we can try moving that around. Hmm. Or something. I'm gonna make sure no one's like trying to spy on us through the windows or the door beforehand. Yeah. Sure thing. Uh, no, there looks like to be no one around. Cool, I'm gonna kick something into uh, the inner side of the door to jam it. Yeah, there's enough tools around here to do that. Easy peasy. Okay. Switch something in, that'll help with that. Yeah. Alright, yeah. Uh, yeah, the two of you together, you're strong, you're able to break on in, and uh, basically it's like, you know, wooden supports and stuff, but part of it's been carved and like been done really intricately to look like it can't actually open, and it actually clicks and slides over. It's an actual slide door. There's an actual mechanism you're able to kind of force it actually automatically like starts spinning and counterweights uh, pull it back and move it over and uh, open. Hmm. Crafty buggers. Uh, yeah, there's actually some machinery that went into this. Ooh. Okay. Let me just... Alright, and we're back. So... Secrets. The door slides open. It's big enough for probably a know, uh, people and a cart to go through. Uh-huh. And this is a probably uh, <coughs> 10 by 15 room. Your lamp's lighted up pretty well. 
This has been carved into the rock bed. Uh, it's smooth on all four, six of its sides, because cubes. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, cubes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's a big room with uh, an altar in the middle, uh, made of like stone that's been carved and stuff. And like it's a, it's a stone platform. And on it, uh, is like a twisted bramble of barbed wire and uh, stuff that's been welded to it. Like forks and knives and coins, uh, you know, steel toe boot ends, the handles of tools. It's all been welded in, it's all covered in rust and barbed wire. Wow. In the corners of the room, uh, like, like on all sides of the room, are nothing but uh, coins. Like tarnished, rusted coins fill the entire place. Fucking mammoths or something. Does this match anything I know about the occult? Roll some knowledge? Yeah, maybe give that a roll. Magpies. It's like magpies or ravens. Yeah. A lot of rat teeth in here. Rat teeth are the common coin. We should have a little of that with Benny. I could. I'm going to save my base for when Orcus attacks. <laughs> <laughs> Always be ready for Orcus. Oh man, oh man. Well, this is different. So it's a bunch of shiny things all in one room. Oh, there's nothing shiny here. It's all tarnished. Really? Huh. Yeah, all the coins look like they're rusted or pitted or black. So is that what they found in mines? Is that what they were scurrying about? I'm going to assume that I know something about it anyways, and I'm just going to say with a very confident air, Darkonian, I'd stake my life on it. See? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Very good. Um, Bay. <laughs> are coins... Are dated? Like, for the year they're minted? Probably. That sounds like a thing people who make coins would do. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, I'm going to look around at the coins and see if there's one that's recent. Are you going to sift through them? Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, some of them are recent. Recent to the point that they should be this tarnished. Yeah. Is this altar fastened to the floor? Uh, no, it was dropped onto the floor because it's heavy. Does it look like it might have fit in a cart? Yeah. Probably that. Who do, where are these uh, merchants from? Like, is there a specific know. nationality? No, they're from all over. There's some that are Borkin, some that are Falkovnian, some that are Darkanese. Okay, so it's not some kind of state religion thing that they're brought here. No, they they didn't bring their gods with them in a box. <sighs> well, this looks bad. Why would they hide it? Because it's evil, it's corrupt. I mean, it mostly just looks rusty and ugly. I mean, you could cut yourself on that, probably. Huh. It's like all barbed and... What did it say that guy cut himself on? Uh, in the journal? Yeah. He's just in the mine. Like, trying to pull out some, like, like uh, he found, like, a channel or a cut into the, uh, the cave. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, the merchants, years back, have been trying to do something with the mines. And they were talking about... Yeah, that was, like, seven years ago. Yeah. Are there offerings or anything like that? Do the coins look like offerings? They're in the room and they've been stacked. Like, a lot of them are in stacks. Hmm. Or there's, like, chests that with them in them just spilling over. 
This doesn't seem like something they need to hide. Like, there's not interior lighting here. You guys are lighting this up by your lantern, <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. You're just, it's just moving over, just piles and piles of these old, rusty, pitted coins. So they found themselves something a little bit of coins, therefore they want to mint more coins to give it to them. And so on and so on, so... Does that sound similar to you, familiar to you guys? I don't know anything about any of this sort of things. Nah. No. Wait, you're an alchemist or whatever, right? <laughs> can you tell you what most of these things? Sure. Like it was uh, acid? I'll pick up a coin and I'll examine it and I'll see if I can suss that out. Uh, it looks like the metal's tarnished, like from whatever tarnishes or oxidizes metal. Okay. Oxygen. Looks like <laughs> looks like natural effects. Yeah, these are recent. They our coins don't tarnish like I that. I mean, you've got the mind full of salt, which will aggravate the process speeding it up. Mm-hmm. So, if, say, you have bodies in there, or, I know, treasure buried in the waters, that might really aggravate it and speed the process up. So maybe that? Is there any other way out of this room? No. Where's this in? Okay. Well, I think we've seen what we've come to see here. But there's no reason for this. There's got to be something in here that explains it. It's merchants with an evil altar for money. To keep <laughs> using that word. I don't know if like Mouse. I don't know if you know what that means. <laughs> I mean, a serial killer is evil. Taxes are evil. A I'm weird like... altar hidden in this kind of room is. Should we... First of all, taxes are our natural due to Lord Strahd. Yeah. And should be. Embraced with good due diligence. Don't skip on taxes. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we ask the militia to... Arrest them for heresy. Have well, them killed. At like, least... Give us Barabbas. At least <laughs> tell people not to go in until we bring more people to investigate. Or... For what, though? This is such a... If we go to the Burgermeister and, show him, and tell him we found... An altar and a bunch of bad coins. You could coins. ask the yeah, cult of the morning lords. Hey, we like your expertise in heresy. <laughs> what is heresy in this place? Like, is it like uh, the cult of the morning lord, the church of Ezra? So we're gonna bring them here. Is like, does this look like heresy? And they're like, sure. They look, they look at themselves in a mirror. And they're like, yes. But I mean, you're right. This isn't big enough to go to anyone over. Like, this is odd and this is bad, and I have a feeling that this is tied to the demonic possession, but there's not enough here for us to go back to the Burgermeister with. He's not going to want to hear it, yeah. for one. Yeah. And it's not going to be enough for him to oppose the merchants over but I know. And likely by the time we get to the town and back, this is going to be gone. Oh, yeah. That's they... why I said, take the guards and post them right here. And then we come back and they've all had their throats cut. Yeah, well, there's no more guards. Then there'll be more... Action, like, oh, I guess you've killed our guards, therefore justice will be served. Maybe. Life is cheap where you come from, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> what the fuck? I come from a prison colony. I've known these people all my life. I'm not going to leave them here to have their throats cut. <coughs> Theoretically. You should, well, make a, you should make a notice roll, uh, Jack. Can you hear judging him? Six. Success. Okay. All right, now keep going. Keep talking. So, well, if we ask the merchants about, hey, there's this secret thing in your 
whatever do you think that stuff us or will they like oh yeah that's our religion guys it's all fine it's all good yes <laughs> i think they would stab us and then throw <laughs> us into an acid pit at the bottom of this mine for us so, to be found by ourselves again so i guess we should just leave this be find the uh, time uh, <clears throat> so i'm gonna bring this up he takes another swing from his flask We've been in here an awfully, awfully long time bickering about this, and that storage room is a pretty tiny room that we've locked ourselves in. So uh, we're going to go out, and they're going to know we found this. Yeah. So if we want to leave, we better damn well find evidence or something so we can make haste. So... Well, you want to take something out of here? I want to find something that we can take out of here. I mean, there's this thing right in the middle of the room. If that's something you want to take, I wouldn't touch it. Probably give you tetanus. It's a bad. I'm going to go check that out. <laughs> and make sure not to touch any... Wait, I have fucking gloves. Oh. Heavy blacksmith gloves from the uh, storage room. There you go. Yeah. And I'm going to search through that for anything that might be stashed in the middle of this huge thing of barbed wire. Now you start pulling and peeling at it. A lot of it looks like it's been welded together, like sealed to the metal with like other <coughs> heated metal and stuff. So like you're, you're basically like unrambling this big twine ball of nightmare. <laughs> um, and as you get closer to like the, the base or the bottom, where there's like more material that's denser down there. Um, there's like a, a sphere of like woven and braided and corded up, uh, think like, like those rubber band balls, but made of barbed wire and razor blades that have been all like meticulously welded together. So it would move kind of like snake scales almost. And, uh, in, in the center of it, almost unfolded like a flower bulb, uh, is a single copper coin that's been tarnished and blackened and it's kind of half embedded in there. What does the coin look like? Can I tell from here, or do I have to pluck it out? You can kind of see the, sim uh, the heraldry on the one side that's visible. Uh, the heraldry has a... Um, what does it look like? Uh, it has a... Oh! It's a right-angled triangle with a triangle on one end, or like on one side, a square on one side, and a pentagon on the other. Is that some reference to get? If you're mathematical, and if you were to look at it just right, it would be a very symbol-y way to show you how to find the hypotenuse of a right angle triangle. Pythagoras. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's, an, it's a way through like image form to show you how to get Pythagoras' theorem, because it'd be like, you know, the, the sides tell you how to figure it out. Okay. Can one of you grab me a really tarnished uh, copper? Just from the yeah, pile? They're all over. Like, there's some on this altar right by you. Actually... I'm going to pull out one of my silver coins, and I'm going to toss it next to the copper coin. Like in the bramble? Yeah. It, uh, it basically slides down one of the barbed wire areas and kind of just sinks into a crack, and uh, there's a slow spread of like black tarnish going over it. Oh, that's not how that works. Okay, I'm going to take out that, that uh, copper. No, yeah, there's like pliers. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a tool shed. I want to do this without... Disturbing the rest of it, or try to at least. Yeah, you can pull it out. And I'm going to push another copper into it. Yeah, another copper kind of sits there. It doesn't look right, but it's fine. It just, it's there. Uh, I'm going to wobble around a bit, and then push everything back in. It looks fine. So what's on the other side of the coin? 
Oh yeah, now they got the full thing out. Uh, the other side of a coin has. I'm trying to remember what it would look like. Um, it's a completely black surface with looks like someone with like a nail uh, carved a little simple icon of a skull on it. Pleasant. Well, this is a cursed penny. It's so not good. <laughs> I'm not touching that. Yeah, well, it's mine, so it's all good. I'll carry it. I'll carry the burden of this one single copper. <laughs> the one copper. But we, we, know, how, we know how you are with money. <laughs> oh my. All right, so yeah, we are in here alone. Just keep throwing those barbs. <laughs> no one would ever find your corpse. Just crucify him on the idol. So is that for enough? unlimited power? Do you have what you want? Yeah, yeah. I think this has got to have some significance, right? They wouldn't put that in there just to fuck with us. I mean, I don't know, man. Wouldn't be a better decoy than a fake altar to. They've got my ring like, underneath yeah, this You don't even want us to play this game. This is unsolvable. <sighs> I swear if they toss Onions. my ring in here. Okay. Let's uh, let's go out. Sure. As you guys are leaving, uh, Jack. Yeah. You hurt your leg. Oh no. Yeah. You uh, there must have been some rebar or something sticking out because you have a big suckering wound in the, uh, your calf. Fuck. Uh, well, I take my med kit. That's a treaty myself. With iodine and all that stuff, or whatever yeah, I have. No, sure, it's like a... Yeah. Like a puncture wound. Okay. How'd you manage that? It hurts like hell. I mean, have you looked at this place? It's pretty bad. Alright, yeah, let's leave this place. Very good. We'll inspect the mine proper now. Yeah. I was I think I was like, gonna say, like, oh yeah, I don't want to come and go into there and all this specific thing. Oh, you're gonna play it safe, Peter? And yeah. uh, put the other, let the other players put themselves in danger and you didn't? Yes. Yeah, well, you <laughs> fucked up by not doing that. Oh no. <laughs> you should have played it safe. I did. <laughs> you should have been playing to win. Oh no. It's a zero sum game, Peter. <laughs> so yeah, let's put everything back where we found it. Do you guys take any of the pennies? No. Except for the, what, the one tarnished ones? Yeah, you're in a big pile of money. No, we're not here to loot. <laughs> hey, wait, can you jam up this machinery so the door's kind of jammed? Not in a way that would look like we fucked with it, but So like, it's closed? So that or... they can't get in here and find out what we did right away. So close the I door and then jam it. Yeah, I'm, I'll try and... Uh... Yeah, you, you can work that out easily. Okay. You're, you're a mechanic man, you can work that out. You got the skill set. You have tools. Yes, yeah. you didn't have your tools. Leave it permanently the closed setting. Huh. You can easily set up one of the gears to fail or strip after it closes. Yeah. Sounds good. Do yeah. that. Like just weaken it enough with like, uh, there's like files and stuff here, or like a little like, you know, bandsaw blade. You can just fuck up one of the teeth on the gears, so when it goes, it strips. That way it doesn't look like we managed to get in. Yeah. Yeah, mark that down on your character sheet, Kevin. One bad penny. Cool. <laughs> well, we have to update it online anyway. Yeah. Thank you. Is this the one you always have in your mouth, Devin? No, no, that's another one. I have a pencil that I use as a cigarette when I'm playing a certain character. It's a whole thing about it. It's not important. Maybe one day. Yeah, We're free. <laughs> you guys leave. Uh, sun has set. 
evening turned to, or afternoon turned to late evening when you were in there. So, uh, I'm not too keen on sleeping here with our throats exposed. No. <sighs> Should we go into the mine and camp there, or go back to Kresik? Uh, I don't want to go to Kresik in the dark. Wolves. Yeah. Hear them howl. Uh, what about that cave, that uh, really hard to find tunnel that we know about that nobody else does? The serial killer tunnel. Those are lead from the middle of the mine out towards Kresik. Yeah. So, so we'd have to be in the Kresik to get into it from the other side. But we can't get into it from this side? You have to be in the mine, I guess. I mean, yeah. we're right next to the mine. You guys want to go into the mine? Yeah. We go in, find that cave, and camp out in there. Hmm. It should be defensible in theory. Hmm. I could pay my peace card to find some friend that could fetch us over the night, guys, maybe. Oh man, do it! Woodland creatures swarm for a fort. We get to have the squirrels that lead us to safety. Raven yeah. check. Yeah, so I guess I want to play my peace card to I don't know, find some good way in the situation to survive the night and I don't know, maybe improve their relationship with the traders here. Oh, with the traders? You don't want you don't want something to keep you safe in the caves? Just a nice vampire. <laughs> Common mind, uh, mind Dracula. <laughs> well, this is this, your average forest Dracula. Can't I mean, you? this is about improving attitudes with the group. So, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, generally in this place, I like to improve my attitudes by finding some friend or someone. We move the trading group one step from outrageously hostile to just plain murderous. No, it's good. <laughs> it's good. I got something for you. It's fine. It's Perfect. fine. Perfect. <laughs> All right, you guys go. Into the mine. Okay. Alright, based on the description you got from the nerd, <laughs> Gerard, you're able to start navigating into the mine works to find where you want to go. Uh, as you're going through, there are merchants in here, and there are, like, obviously people they've hired to kind of, like, like prospect the place and, like, pick up veins and stuff. And, like, when you guys are walking through, they kind of all stop to look at you guys as you pass on through. Yep. Okay. There's just one guy who was just sharpening like uh, like the, the, the kind of flat part of the back of the pickaxe, you know, the part for like actually pulling the rock free once you've cracked it. He's just looking at you guys dead in the eye with the whetstone. Shh. Just sharpening the blade. Well, I guess I'll be keeping metal clean. I guess I'll be clutching my doctor bag, showing up late. Yep, I'm here to help you guys. Wee. I'm the white mage here. Okay. And you guys go further, eventually you find the side crevice, uh, and yeah, there's there's like an old like uh, exhaust tunnel that led into a different, that like opened up after a quake. And eventually you find this kind of cul-de-sac in the mine. It's like two hours, you know, worth of spelunky, which you're all very used to now. Yes. And yeah, it's like this kind of homey little burrow that has signs that someone lived here. There's like a table and chair down here and like a bag and like a fire pit. Uh, recently lived here, or no, not ago. recently, like mm -hmm. half a decade ago. Oh no! <clears throat> Is it safe enough to start a fire in here? Yep, there's ventilation. Oh, perfect. Start a fire. Yep, you start a fire, and uh, yeah, there's basically two sides to this cave that you guys will have to stand watch on. Uh, and maybe an hour into you starting your fire, maybe getting ready to cook. Um, in that hour, do you have glasses? Good to know. Do you have like a pocket watch? Uh, I'm sure I have a pocket watch. Okay, yes. you drop it and crack the glass. 
Bad luck, Penny. Asher, you spill your drink. That's not on you. On your pants. Oh. Asher has his cloak in his lap for the rest of the night. Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, Jack, you misplaced some of your tools. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> you hear chittering in the night. Rats. Yeah, like when you guys are like trading shifts or whatever, and wake up, kind of like when when, if, when you're waking the other guy up to like trade off. Uh, you see it at one end of the tunnel, moving down towards you. It looks like um, it looks like a big fat like like black cat, but it's like maybe elongated. Big. Not elongated. It's just like kind of big and plumped up. Like its legs are stubby, <laughs> and it's just kind of moving towards you at an awkward angle. Like its front and back leg are kind of like swimming. Is it a black cat? It's a black cat, yeah. Look at that cute little fucker. It's about yeah. Oh, I guess something from the cat's cradle. Maybe it's using the other entrance as well. Huh, maybe. There's probably plenty of uh, bats and rats down here. Yeah. I'm gonna tear off a bit of meat from the jerky I've got and just throw it in its direction. It like moves over like its face is rubbing against the ground and starts eating food. It's making squeaking sounds. So fucking fat. Uh, we'll have to bring the cat's cradle maybe and keep on a diet. Or we could just leave it alone. Or we could do that. Just, just let it be. Stay away from it. Uh, I mean, this thing's not going to get to Kresik on its own. Look how big it is. A wolf would eat it. Come here. It's like kind of rolling itself over where Jack is. I think it likes you. Yeah, it's making squeaky noises with its mouth. I guess I feed it as well. It's just gonna hang out with you guys all night. Buddy. Is that past the time? Demon cat. <sighs> Black cats, bad pennies, bad luck. Yeah. What's so wrong with a black cat? Look at them. It's so friendly. Okay, anything else happens to No, us? you played your card. You got someone who's protecting you from all the bad guys. Oh. Yay. Okay. Cat mascot. It's a weird cat. <laughs> Just a really, really obese one. <laughs> got stuck halfway. It, it's moving like it like has palsy, basically. That's really sad. Like, sometimes it'll move sideways. Oh, you're still with Catherine. I guess we're not seeing it fully in the light. No, no, you're not. No. That's fine. If it's friendly enough, Fatter's just going to sleep when it's his turn. And, yeah. Okay. Good kitty. Alright, you guys are going to wake up in the morning. It's going to have been watching you the entire <coughs> night. And it'll start to, like, shuffle away in the opposite uh, corridor. Okay. Huh. That was weird. Goodbye! You hear echo down the hallway. That was weird. Well, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> gonna leave more jerky for it. I'm gonna say a couple traditional Barovian prayers and try and forget that. To the devil. <laughs> I mean, there's always tales of, you know, things that ate travelers in the disguise of, you know, that, fey and whatever. 
Oh no, I'm not the Faye again. And you always leave something, you know, out for them. Here. Or else. Okay, have a penny. Well, that's my penny. That's my penny. Alright. So. Drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Absolutely barbaric. I mean, it has to be done. Heading to the acid pit. Alright, so you slept an entire day in there, and you're going into the acid pit. Mm -hmm. Um... Do we <coughs> do this while we've got the coin with us? You mean this coin that I picked up out of nowhere? Yeah. Why wouldn't we? Because of the things that are happening around us? Being a spooky cave? Stuff breaking, dropping... You know, if you slip and fall into the acid pit, then the circle will complete itself. Wasn't I murdered through something else other than acid? I mean... Wasn't it... Didn't it look like it, that thing slipped and fell into there and drowned? I'm just thinking, if things, are, if things are tarnishing and breaking, and we're planning on using machinery to drain the swamp, to drain the acid pit. <laughs> I can <laughs> I don't know. Out. Just wondering if maybe we should put it somewhere for safety first. Okay, I'm just gonna put this coin on the ground then. Then we'll lose it. This, you know, evidence that we found of something. Yeah, that doesn't. Are sound you good. are you being facetious? I have difficulty reading the emotions of elves. <laughs> <laughs> so we should get half of it. Let's see, riled up and deadly blow. Oh my god, oh my god, end the season, kill I everyone! Mean, too bad that we gave up that card last time about PvP. Well, it was two sessions ago. Oh my god. Okay, well, let's bring it, I guess, and let's just sure. grind through it. Just be very careful, guys. Okay, we go. You go where? To the swamp. To the acid pit. <laughs> You take that same familiar path from earlier on in, uh, from, from I guess episode one actually. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you're all the way full circle. And you head down, you follow the, the route you followed before, and you are back at that pit of like heavy uh, salinated water. Brine. Brine, that's the word I was looking for. Still has a smell, everything looks the same here. Looks like they've been like digging more of this place out. No. Mm. Any body parts bobbing the water? Nope. Perfect. There's like a film that's like uh, lying on the top of the water now. Okay. Use my shovel and kind of prod at that to see. It's kind of um, it's kind of like milk skin when you like boil milk too much. Oh. But it has a very like uh, muddy color, like a like a dirt color. Swimming pool for the swamp. So it's probably easy enough to dig a channel and just kind of drain this all out. The stone here is like hardened like like stone, so you're gonna have to use pickaxes and shit. Okay. Probably easy enough to find those around. Oh yeah. Probably would have come prepared. Can your little axe man do some? Yeah, I'm not really I'm and... not really into physical labor myself. <laughs> no. But I do build robots who uh, who can So do that can you turn me. your axe man into a pickaxe man? Yeah, he can use whatever tool I give him. Perfect. All right, so you and the you and the automated man, uh, and Jack. Strength D six. 
Maybe. Yes. A little yes. Bit. Okay. Yes. Conscript. Asher makes crazy faces at you until <laughs> you get off your ass. I didn't get conscript. I volunteered. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Uh, so where are you finding this channel too? Well, there's a lot of digging around here. They've probably got like pits and whatnot. Or you're gonna try and go downhill away from here? Yeah. Into somewhere that isn't like another okay. area of the mine, so people don't drown or die. <laughs> If only we had some long tube, just toss up over some wall. If only. Right? Alright, you guys are going to spend some hours cutting this channel. It's going to be loud. Well, it's a mine. Yeah. So it's going to be loud. And we're way down here, so... Yeah. Alright, you guys hack and cut and saw your way through. <coughs> and eventually you cut a channel that, like, the stuff will start to pour down from gravity. Uh, and it does slowly like molasses until uh, probably three quarters of it are drained away. And uh, yeah, the interior of the stone is soft and uh, covered in that same muddy residue. It looks like it's it's, it's like wax that's been softened up or butter that's been softened up. It's very yielding. It's mm. very slippery. Yeah, there's there's like a fair amount of rock slime on it. Uh, and this thing place is covered in coins. Hmm. What the Tarnished coins? Yeah. Well, have someone been tossing pennies for good luck here, or is this connected? Some kind of really shitty wealth cult where they toss all their money into here to get it tarnished. I mean... Purify themselves of money. It's... Safe places. I need to store your extra coins. They're all copper coins. Copper. Hmm. That would be awful then. Do they have the same engravings? Uh, they look like they're like the Rovian and Darkenese coins, like just from all around the core. But they are tarnished. Yeah. If I push a pick into like the mud and stone, how deep down does it go? Um, probably like 10 inches. When you peel the slime away, there's channels cut into it. Oh. Looks like there's like a little, like a um, channel holes that have been cut in that lead down. Man-made channels. Yeah, like plumbing almost. Lead down to hell. For this, so what? Think they're supposed to be flowing out of here somewhere else? Yeah, or down. Mm -hmm. It looks like they're cut to flow down. But they're sealed off right now, and that's why it's... Uh, they're full of, like, liquid at this moment. So maybe we just poke some holes, poke it through to push it down? Mm, you got a long stick around here, you could probably do that. Yeah, why not? Alright, after a while you get, you get some resistance, then after a while it kind of yields, uh, like, it's, it's almost elastic, and then there's a shift, and the water starts draining through that hole. Okay. And it's gone. What's at the bottom of this thing? Uh, more coins and uh, a child skeleton. Hmm. What the hell? Any bones broken? Uh, no, it looks like it's been laid at the bottom um, with its arms over its chest and its hands have been flipped upward uh, towards the ceiling uh, and its fingers are in like a, like a configuration basically. 
like a very like purposeful contraction. Yeah, it was ritualistic. We don't mummify our dead around here. Or no. Like that, so it's like, no. Or preserve them in a specific way like that. So. Uh, I'm to think back. Were there any children that went missing like six no. years ago? I mean, they none go that you didn't find the bodies of. They go missing all the time. You know, wander into the woods and never get found. <laughs> Usually, you find like bones or something from that, though, like child mm. corpses. It's but... not Australian. I mean, wolves, man. You know, they tend to eat everything. Even the bones. So, bags. I don't know. Can you tell how old this is? No, I give it a medical examination, I guess, so they can find anything. Eight to twelve. Hmm? So before the killings. Yeah, the uh, teeth are made of obsidian. That's fancy. That's not normal. Have we seen anyone ever with obsidian teeth around here? No. That would be insane. Yeah, that'd be Do we know of any tazy crazy? Folk tales or legends? Um uh, making a cult rule. Ooh, botch. Oh, okay. Even spend a penny to reroll that. Botch. That's snake eyes. So, uh, you know, whatever you want to believe. You believe that in Australia. <laughs> uh, yeah, if, uh, what I know is correct, I believe that this is a small elf child. Elves are known for having obsidian teeth until they eventually fall out and are replaced by their adult teeth. Asher just kind of turns his head very slowly <laughs> and stares for a very yeah. long time. That's <laughs> I imagine. How would they grow? And it's like, because I mean, they gum some more or whatever. Like, just see. It's all skeleton. No uh, soft tissue. Okay, no, but like, they grow out of it or they actually are jammed in there? They're not jammed in. It looks like they're a part of the skeleton. Okay. Are they normal person teeth, or are they like more sharp or something? Sharper. Sharper. Okay. Looks more like a sharp child than something, but again, it doesn't have the secondary sets of teeth, so... You can actually tell if you look at the skeleton if the secondary teeth are there. Those are not there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they seem to have grown, so... I mean... Is this the only body in here? Yep. Not yours. Good. Is that good? That means I imagined it. Good. That means I didn't die down here. That never existed. That never existed. That's right. I'm gonna plop out the skull. It's connected to the skeleton. I'm gonna hold it. Yeah. There's like threads running down the spinal column to the base of the skull made of that same black obsidian material. It's not giving. I think there's like a disease that does that. Like an infection replaces your bones. Like when you pick up the skull, the whole skeleton comes up with you and it's like, it's not loose and it's actually fairly like taut. Okay. Like someone reinforced the whole thing. <coughs> Why don't we wrap it in a tarp and take it with us? They're not going to stop us from taking a corpse out of here when we're investigating murders. Yeah, sure. We wrap it. Is there a sign of what killed this small child? 
No, no feeling no, scared that's of it. And that's the only thing in here except for uh, coins, 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 and slime and holes. Well, there's oh. something on the ceiling here, like the old murders. Something like draining down into here, or is this the place draining from? Because remember, there was something about that. The, the body, when they went to dig it up, led to this cave, basically, and they expanded and turned into a whole thing. Okay. Wait a fucking minute. The killer's body isn't in here. Presumably the merchants might have moved it. Yeah, but that means they would have dug it up. Unless they could drain the channels manually. Why the fuck would they take the body? Because you don't want to have a body in there? Well, they missed one. So why would they take that one and not this one? Hmm. Some good questions. Weird. Poke around at the bed a bit more with a stick, just in random yeah. places. There's more of those channels. Yeah. More of those channels. And yeah, if you force them, they'll pop too. I guess. And like liquid that's a reservoir nearby will drain into it. And what was the relation between the skeleton and the channel? Found it. The child skeleton was in the exact middle of this pit. Uh, Surrounded by coins. Hmm. Can you see where the channels lead to? Down. Down. <laughs> you get your face real close, put your eye real close to it. Just take a penny, drop it in, see how long it goes for. Uh, not long, maybe. I don't know, it drops for a few seconds before you hear it hit something and then splash. Okay. Isn't this like the, f the most bottom part of the mine, as far as you know? Mm -hmm. As far as you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, are there any paths we missed that would lead further down? I mean, well, I mean, we missed the uh, hidden tunnel before. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe there's a way down in here, like a central <coughs> tube or something. I mean, how dense are those channels? Like, there's just tubes out all around there, or just a couple? Yeah, a couple inches in uh, a couple inch radius, and they're all around this. Okay. Like inside of it. So I think like if we connected the holes up and the whole thing went through, maybe it was... You want to start smashing up the bottom of the pit with fucking sledgehammers till it gives and you fall through the ceiling below? Yeah, what if there's like a lake of this <coughs> stuff down there? I mean, that... You guys have reason been spelunking where some caverns will be, you know, smaller than this room or bigger than the ocean. Yeah, underwater lakes. We don't want to fall into one of those, especially if it's full of acid. I mean, that's why you... I think you might get up in the bow or I'll just... <laughs> yes. Never so, getting out. I mean, they had to take the stairs up to the top of the mouth. That probably took forever. And kind of dragging fucking Balrog by. That did happen, yeah. yeah. I remember. Yeah. I mean, if they built pipes into this, then uh, that must mean that they built it from somewhere. Like, below this, there's got to be more. But they just drilled from here down until they reached like, some hole to drain something else into. Seems too perfect for that. So you think we should look around for another path down? See if we can get into <coughs> what's under here. There might be more. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you. They must have a path if they did it. Alright. I guess we'll look around for another path. Alright, notice. Notice me. Oh. Yes. Nope. Nothing. I got one. Yeah, cool. Success. Haha. 
All right, now that you have more time down here and you've expanded it, um, Phineas, you notice that the when you have to go around the, the rim of the acid pit, because they've done expansive work down here, um, the exact opposite of where you come in from, like the, the straight across from it, there's a, a larger kind of rectangular end. And when you go around, you notice that it actually kind of snakes inward, but the lighting doesn't really catch it, and you can mm. head downstairs. Guys, come check this out. Oh, okay. Looks pretty obvious now. Okay. Let's go. It's set up in such a way that if you were to look at it dead on, like in the movie Labyrinth or the movie Book of Life, uh, you wouldn't actually notice that it was part of a passageway. Yep. All right. Down you go. Yay. Yay. It's like two, three sets of steps worth of steps. And you're in a uh, larger cavern directly below the lake. Uh, the floor is and ceiling are currently soaked with that liquid that's sprayed out. And uh, we're going to change the scene a bit. Oh, no. We sprayed onto a whole bunch of people who were just down here. And that's where the enemy comes in. You're in a room. It's probably as big as a community center. Like just a big auditorium-like cavern. Uh, the ceiling is covered in brass and steel and pig iron uh, and what looks like kind of rubber uh, gaskets and valves uh, in almost like a almost like a funnel that's been made of like composite materials and like it has holes in it that's spraying water down everywhere. There is there are uh, patterns on the floor that have been smoothed out, like it's like a smooth marbled floor that have like actual, uh, like square plates of marble put into here, like a checkered pattern, uh, and they all have symbols carved into them. Uh, there is a larger channeling system that they make up, like they all combine together to make a huge circle around the center of the room. Center of the room, there is a large altar made of metal. And on top of it is a vaguely humanoid shape made of like piping and steel and gears and glass tubing uh, that has like a furnace in its stomach and is basically holding scales that are covered in those coins. And there's that liquid just spraying down everything in here. Well, I don't know what this is, but I am into it. You would be, because it's so robotic. There are bodies in here. Uh, merchants, a lot of them, like six or seven. Uh, and they've all been killed. They've been stabbed, they've had their limbs broken, uh, they've had, someone's been decapitated, another one's impaled on the wall, and one has an axe in its back. Uh, and the handle of the axe is connected to a hand, and the hand is connected to a body that has its foot on the merchant's back and is pulling the axe out. It's a corpse. It's uh, it's like ligaments are showing. It's not wearing any clothes. Its head's wall to the side. It looks pallid. Uh, and it's looking at you guys. Nope. There's like acid melting some of it. <sighs> totally unrecognizable, I guess. Yeah, you can't tell who that was anymore. For various reasons. Exit. 
No. <laughs> I think this is what we came here for. Can you speak? It levels the axe at you. Unclean. Unclean. I step slightly away from the penny. <laughs> Who's the biggest villain here? You guys are uh, looking at those corpses. They're versions you've seen before, just around. Yeah. Uh, they look different now that you're looking at them. Uh, like you can see some of their faces, like and like skin and stuff. And uh, there's stuff wriggling inside their bodies. Like there's stuff moving around on the inside, shifting around. Oh no, mobs. We're gonna have to burn these bodies. I think we got bigger problems right now. Where's some tactical positions around here? There are pillars, there are benches, there are pews you can take cover behind. Uh, there's the thing at the at the center. <sighs> I mean, it might yeah. not be hostile. I'm kind of interested to see how this plays out. Are you? <laughs> Go on. Are you insane? <laughs> Approach it. Ask him if it's friendly. I'll deal us in. <laughs> I'll deal us in. Jimmy Carter is passed out on the couch. All right. Asher's going to level that crossbow of his. Sure thing. Ooh, gang. Ooh, Ace of Hearts. Ace of Spades. Spades are first. The reverse of the order because there you that makes go. a reason. Okay. Well. Well, well, well. Let's open up the combat sheet, maybe. Yes, that's so. Alright, I'm gonna pause as you guys confront the serial killer. Again. All right. You versus the serial killer. Oh, he no. is a wild talent. He got dealt an ace of hearts. Wild talent. Yeah. Okay. Wild card. Whatever the fucking word is in this system. We should try wild talents one time. Put it on the list. Fucking yeah. 20 game list. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I open up with my, you know, magical weapon. Your magic gun. Magic gun. That's a gun. Eight. So it's a race. So let's do damage. Um, 2d plus 2. That's 5, 7, 12, 14. Those marksmen. Plus the d6. Guns. 17. Alright, what, what is. You rolled 17. So I need to get an extra d6 to hit, right? No. That's the 17 damage. Oh. Now what do I do? Toughness 8, so that leaves 9, so that means success and a race. So it's it rolls for being shaken. I'm uh, going no. to make him make a vigor roll. Soak. Yeah. To soak. Uh, yeah, you need 12. Right there. Yeah. And wild towns are d6? Yeah. I got a nine, so that's Success a four and a raise. So, so no moons, no shake, and get fucked, Peter. Oh no. Oh no. Pew pew. Pew 
pew, 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 pew. Uh, it is the serial killer. So the first thing Jack does is open fire at the melty acidy murder corpse uh, and shoot it in its midsection, center mass on the 10 zone. I scream out, no, I was trying to negotiate. Don't worry, I'll... well, yeah. Anyway, it uh, its head kind of lulls back and it starts making a screaming sound as its legs just throw themselves in front of it and it just, it ragdoll charges at you with its arms being held back, dragging the axe behind it. Uh, and it just runs straight up to Jack and it kind of swings its entire body forward with the axe behind it, uh, coming down at you. Oh shit. Oh no. <laughs> oh god. I parry with my gun. It moves supernaturally fast. It's a ghost possessing a corpse. I wonder whose corpse it's possessing. There's just so many corpses we've locked down there. Ah, uh, sure. I okay. chopped that thing into pieces. So that doesn't mean anything right now. Together. Held together by its own force of will, which is what's happening. It's being held together by its own force of will. Obsidian threads. Okay, ooh wee. So I roll strength and fighting, or just fighting? Fighting. Okay. I can't remember this system. It's been eight sessions. My pair is five. This. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, nothing. Whoop. Wow. Ah. Huzzah. Hooey. All right. Who, who got better than an A? Who got less than an ace? I got a ten. Phineas. You go next. Okay. Um, I'm going to try something new because I like to switch things up and experiment a bit. I'm going to power up my telekinetic glove. And I'm going to whirl the big rail-driving hammer that I picked up and sort of levitate that in the air and spin it towards him and attempt to attack him with that. Nice. All right. Do whatever do your magic, man. you have to do. I make an artifice roll to attack. Cool. Success. Yeah. Nope, because I'm not going against four, I'm going against its parry, which is... No. It, it, wait, isn't that troll, though? No, I think he's, like, attacking... It's, it's basically, like, I'm making a fighting role. Ah. But he's not there. Okay. Yeah. Because... Yeah, it's parry seven. Yeah, okay. so I no. don't get it. That's fair. Was he a re-roll? Nah. Benny. Uh, Benny. No. Oh, wait, he's in attacking I need to need seven? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I will, least, I will spend a minute to re that. Nope. And I don't get what I need. Alright. So I don't have the book in front of me, so bear with me here. Bear dance! So I'm gonna roll fighting and attack my axe, obviously. Obviously. It's using an axe too. Good for it. <laughs> And that's a hit. No raise, though. So that's strength plus d6. Oh, yeah, and because I have um, special power. Uh, two-fisted. I can also swing with my fist after. Oh, shit, I forgot it gets two attacks, but next turn I'll do it. Oh, no. Just like Asher, it can make two attacks. <laughs> what did you remind him? d6. So that's four. Parry seven. Okay, so don't hit. So only your first one does damage? What? The first hit? 
No, the first hit doesn't do damage. No, that was my first attack. I think you're saying that was your damage? Four? Yeah, that's what I rolled. Oh. It's below, yeah. Okay. Below is toughness. So yeah, I'm rolling. Second attack. Yeah. Parry. Below is parry. So swing with a fist next. Hit. There we go. His parry is seven. He's doing it. You have plus two? What? His parry is seven for melee attacks. You got all of the four. Oh, I have to roll an eight. Yes. Okay, never mind. I don't hit with either. Okay. Okay. New cards. New cards. King Queen. clubs. Queen. Ten and five. Oh, no. Oh, no. He's going to keep swinging at you, Jack. How does this engaging in this combat work? You better look that up, Peter. You better look that up before your turn comes up. Oh, no. You better watch yourself before you Shrek yourself. It's your parry. Five. Oh, that's a hit. Oh, and it explodes. So, eight. So, five and an eight no. isn't a thing. So, he hits you. Oh, no my damage. God. Toughness five. There you are. So, that's nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve over my toughness five. Which means he gets seven over, which is shaking in a wound. Just shaking. What's your agility? No, My agility because just getting you a wound. Oh yeah, eight. oh yeah. D8. Okay. So uh, that axe swings down and hits you in the chest. Can I parry, or is that my? I did parry. No. Okay. So yes, you can save to so. He is going to take a second swing at the person who tried to attack him, Asher. Cool. Uh, D10 and D6. What is your parry? Oh, my parry is six. No. Nothing. <laughs> he got 11. So he hit you. Um, six, seven, nine, ten, eleven. Oh, and he got an extra bit of damage. Oh, damage explodes. Thirty. What is your toughness? Nine. So he got 21 over, which would be three wounds and stunned. You will need to make a vigor check. Okay. 21 over this. It caps uh -huh. out at three wounds. Ah, okay. That's convenient. I got a one. Did you roll the one you die? Yeah, your hero d6. That's a five. So, a Ooh. success. Okay. So, a success. So, uh, two wounds. And yeah, shaken. it's only two wounds of chain, then. I'll spend a Benny to soak, I guess? Or is that Which what, is what you did? did? That's oh. what you did. You just you spent a Benny to soak. Okay. okay. So I'll just spend a Benny. Yep. Two wounds and shaken. I guess I'll activate Riled Up, then. That's a good idea. What was it? I mean, if I could hit him, then it would be, but... Uh, it just gives me plus two to damage whenever I hit for the remainder of the scene. Sure. Um, so yeah, the serial killer, uh, faster than you think he should be able to, is just nailing you guys in the chest with that axe. He's oh yeah. Kill you guys. I have to roll on the wound table as well. The wound table. The wound table. Let me. Uh... We're back. So Asher took a sh took another injury to his injury box. How'd you roll an eleven? What's your big the die explode. Got all the six and the six, and got all the five and the six on you. Okay. 
All right, so who who has under king? Queen. Queen. What, what are you doing, magic man? Uh, I'm going to do two actions, taking minus two to each. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to try and trick him. I'm going to make an opposed smarts roll. Ooh, sure, his smarts is garbage. That'll be six. Four, expose. Oh, right. He beats me. Yeah, five, six. Unless so you want to spend a Benny. I will spend a Benny. I think it's worth it. He has a six. Beat six. Uh -huh. Hey, you did by default. So, eight. Bert, all right, what are you trying to do here? With so, uh, I trick him, which means we make the opposed roll, which we did. <laughs> He loses, so he's minus two parry until his next action. Nice! Oh, so that should open it up a bit, hopefully, for everyone yeah, to be able to hit right him. Down. Uh, and then I am going to make my attack with my hammer. And instead of rolling for it, I'm going to play my ace card. Um, and instead of rolling to make a trait test, I'm going to I make it with a single automatic raise. Which gives you a d6 extra damage. Yes. Cool. For a total of mm -hmm. nine damage. Over his toughness of eight, so you shed you have shaken him. Of eight. I'm gonna spend a can I spend a Benny to reroll? I don't yeah, think I can roll. unless I take a trip. Isn't that, isn't that something in Ravenloft that you can't? Eh, just do that. Okay. You can't reroll once, I don't will just do it. Jesus. I don't know the rules for these cards, does that let me use it on other people? The damage rolls double you have to trade him, and he has cards, so you actually could trade him. Yeah. Mm. So you can trade whenever you want. Okay. Whenever you this want. This die explodes. explodes. Yeah. Oh, it's this melee damage. damage. This is melee damage. This is melee damage. 19. 19. 19 damage. All right. Uh, 19, so, what's his toughness? 8. So. But if you double that, then that would... So we'll swap cards. And, and I'll play Deadly Blow. To double the total. You have to throw a Benny at it to uh, do it past the first I'll one. I'll use my last Benny to double the damage, okay. which makes it So, 38. 19 times... Three wounds and two. a shake. Three wounds and a shake. Minus eight. Yeah, that's terrible. So, yeah. I guess we'll have to try soaking all of that. And you should be in range where you can hit him now. Mm. Because you only have to do a five instead of a seven. Uh, vigor eleven, so he got uh, his. He got four, eight, so two wounds down. So he has a wound. And he's still shaking. Okay. Oh, and I fucking soaked. Yep. Duh. Okay. Duh. Duh. Okay. So uh, <laughs> um, yeah. With your telekinetic gauntlet, you hurl a hammer at it, and and I guess you. Psych him out, uh, and smash him up good with it. Like, it, the, his skull's cracked in, the spine <coughs> snaps. Okay. Um, you All right, uh, so what do my wounds cause for penalties? Minus one to your die rolls. Her wound or todo? Her wound. So minus two. It also has minus one right now, so its parry is four. Okay, cool. <coughs> So I'm gonna swing at my axe then. Uh, I got an eight, explode. so it explodes. Nice. It explodes! I mean, you already got a race. And 14. a six. So you get an extra d6 to your damage. 
Okay. But your strength is one die lower. Yep. This isn't that bad. That means it has a hard chance of exploding. D6 plus D6. You need to explode, just lower damage in the world. Ah, fuck. Let's roll one of these twice. Two dice are always better than one die. No. Four. That's mad. Four, a two, and a five. Uh, four, two, eleven. Five. So eleven, and so its toughness is what, eight? Eight. So it just gets a wound unless you want to soak it. Oh, it's definitely going to spend a bang to soak. That's its only function in this game, is to spend a bang to soak. <coughs> Uh, I say its toughness were bigger. D12, there we are. Uh, so it soaked it, but it also, you're burning bennies off of it. Asher's going to follow up with a swing with his left hook. There we go. Punch it, punch it. Five and a four. Yes, you hit it. <coughs> so that's just my strength. And your weapon damage. Uh, I'm punching him. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, two-handed weaponry. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. A five. So nothing. <coughs> yeah. Unfortunately, no. <coughs> He's too tough. Okay. You're burning through him, though. Mm. There's two wounds right now, just like you. Okay. So how do you disengage from melee range? I thought you were going to look that up. I couldn't find it. Oh, no. All right. Let's pause. All right, listeners. So non-shaken foes get free attacks if you try to disengage from a fight, uh, which he's shaken. So no. So I move away, go behind some pillar, and snipe him. Do it. I'll spin a Benny Burrito. Probably do that. You should also make a spirit save to get out of shaking. Okay, so that's five, six, seven. So yeah, just a hit. That means success. To the plus two. You're unshaken. That's two, three. Five. I guess I'll reroll this. There you go. It's a five, eight, oh, eight. 13, 19, 21. Alright, so uh, it's going to try and soak. Uh, so how much did she get? 21? Yeah, the 21, so that's three 13 wounds. over. Yeah, plus three wounds. Uh, so it only soaks two. Two, so it dies. No, it gets two wounds then. Yeah, because it already had. Three wounds. No, it had one wound. But yeah, I guess it, uh, yeah, it was also shaken, that's why it... Uh, okay. It dies. Okay. You didn't get to unshake it before its turn came up. Okay. Uh, so, with this swirly melee happening around you guys, Jack sh- moves back, levels at its head, and blows its brains out. Uh, the corpse slumps to the floor. In another world, I could have called you friend. I'm going to bury my axe right in a skull. Oh, we're not done here. Oh. Okay. So the corpse slumps to the floor, uh, and standing there uh, in a ghostly visage of, like, sickly purple and um, and kind of green light is uh, the serial killer. Like, has he looked in life when you killed him? Remember when you guys burned him alive in a house? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I guess so, he remembers us. Yeah, his ghost is standing there looking at you guys with like the grudge face on because he died and he's a specter. The unquiet dead. Unclean. Unclean, he says. And like when he opens his mouth, you can tell his tongue was cut out, but he's still able to talk because he's a ghost. Did we cut out his tongue? Was that a thing we did? <laughs> Someone did this. <laughs> so crazy. 
And like he's pointing at you guys accusatorily and sinks down into the floor. Oh no. Should we leave? Whose corpse is this? Is this his? But it falls apart like into like like limbs and stuff. Like little chopped up bits. Yeah, like 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 it was like chopped up, it just falls apart. <laughs> like a fucking like a fucking ground cubed beef pile. Well, we found the body of the serial killer. That's uh, mystery solved. Yeah, I need you to look at this really quickly. Yeah, <coughs> I try to. Do I have enough time to do first? Yeah, the ghost or... is gonna attack you. It's gonna go and possess a body to kill you later. Very smart. Oh, okay. Okay. Out of character, you guys are safe. In character, at any moment, you'll die. Oh no. In Su- success. So I guess I patch you up and you're on your way to recovery. In character, I'll die of sepsis if I don't get this cleaned up. Right? <sighs> so, did the merchants just never <clears throat> never bring up the fact that they were being killed off? Did they sacrifice each other? I mean, the killings were recent, right? So yeah. may- maybe the infrastructure was here before and the killing just happened recently yeah but no one ever brought it up like this is a lot of bodies for uh well how long have these bodies been dead uh, uh, just done. doctor man yeah doctor man uh like 15 minutes they've just died look see the blood is still gushing out of them well running trickling. is that axe still here it's right there i want to check that out it's a like wood chopper's axe like the one I have? Yeah, no. Well, well, I'm gonna take that. We're gonna start looking at this altar. This machine thing? Yeah. Mr. Machine Man? Do it. Maybe? I wanna go look at the altar. Just see if I can puzzle out if it's functional. It what it is some sort of occult <coughs> pagan altar to something. Uh, it's covered in tools and anointed oils and stuff, and there's like vials of things around here. Um, looks like there's compartments built into the the idol itself and into the uh, altar. By the crate maker. Yeah. What kind of compartments? Uh, like holder compartments. Like if you you gonna play around with them? Yeah, I'm gonna take a look. Take the, the 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 like pedestal it's on kind of like opens like on a on a hinge, like almost like a pew. And inside is a Bible. A Bible Bible? Like, it's a it's a holy text uh, written in a language you don't understand. Hmm. It's written it's in a language you understand, Jack. It's a Bible Bible? No, no. it's a, like it's a book written in English, bound in leather, uh, called New Mode of Power by John Murray Spears. Power by what? By who? John Murray Spears. John Spears. Okay. Does that ring a bell? Something about Benjamin Franklin. Okay. I'm <laughs> sifting through it. But it's apparently a spiritual compendium from the Association of Electrolyzers. Okay. Welcome to American history. <laughs> okay, well, I start studying. Well, that does look like something from my world. Flip, 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 flip. Your world. 
And did it look like they were laying... You're uh... so fucking vain about your country, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> the it's old from my world. From the old world. Yeah. That cool stuff, that's not nothing from my place, but this book is. And yeah, I don't think that's related. Maybe someone mistook. I'm looking at someone... Does it have any illustration that match something like some sort of savage people who go like, oh, let's copy this and let's The interior out. design, uh, like the, the interior book, actually has like a pull-out thing uh -huh. that are electrician blueprints for building a mechanical Christ. Oh, fuck. I'm not making this up. This is a real thing that exists. Okay. <laughs> they actually burned, they actually like gathered in a mob and destroyed it and everything. So, uh, what's up with this book? You can read it? Yeah. You looked it up, yeah. It's amazing. Oh, oh, An I guess... Electronic Christ. I guess it does have something about building a mechanical idol here. Who wrote this? Jeez, who's can this? Can you translate that for me? Yeah, I, was, I mean... It's a cult text? A lot of it's a me mechanical thing. I don't know what electric costs up, but maybe you can figure this out? Uh, given what it caused here, that's probably going to be considered, you know, heretical to have that on you. I mean, I don't know. No, the schematics were designed by Thomas Jefferson. Oh my! Which of these corpses were like writhing before? Like, their oh, they're still writhing. They're, these people yeah, are dead. Right? Oh, they're super dead. But like, their stomachs are bulging up up to the sternum and rib cage, and like, there's something uh, slinking around in there. And I take a knife, just kind of peel oh. it across where that thing is writhing. All right, something jumps out, something bursts out of its chest and like gets up in your face. Oh, holy fuck. So, uh, Bruce Campbell style, I think you might be running around like with something on your face. Trying to grapple it off, yes. Now you're able to grab it because it has a tail. What the fuck? And you pull it away and like you're able to hold it. And uh, it's like a large, fat raccoon with people hands uh, and like almost a person face, kind of, but it's also a raccoon face. Kind of like um, the dude from What We Are in the Shadows. You can't do the faces quite right. Uh, and it has a long reptile tail with a stinger on it that looks almost like a quill that's dripping ink. And uh, it phases through your hands a little and gets loose and skitters away laughing. Like a person would. Like a child would. Fucking hell. Please, the lanterns and the oil and start setting fires and bodies. <laughs> what the fuck? Alright, yeah, uh, burnt. Burn. Holy f Does it look like the thing that was in our camp yesterday? Yeah, a little! That thing was nice, though, and it talked to us. I guess it makes... Causing those, those, those bodies? That's how it reproduces? Nothing good ever burst out of a human's corpse. I mean, so that you can get. They say that Vlad Drakov was, was uh, born after his mother died in childbirth. Yeah, see? Nothing good. <laughs> Are there torches down here? Oh, yeah, everywhere. How do you think this place is illuminated? Illuminal. Uh, Mosques. I'm gonna do this because holy fuck, these things can't get loose. They're horrible monsters. That oh, they're like they're like skin. 
Like, as soon as you guys caught wise to them, they were just hiding out, like, waiting. As soon as they know, they, uh, they burst and run. They skitter away. <laughs> Rabbit rifle. Still chopping heads, yeah. burning bodies, right? Uh, no, at this point. We might as well bring people down here. Uh... <sighs> Do any of these people look important? Like, holding my ring important? Out of character. Lower of the town has your ring. He's just not telling you. Of course. In character. These look like just merchants. They all look alike. They're outcasts. Or they're foreigners. They all look alike. Well, we... I guess this is probably a good sign of, uh... I think we've cleared this out. I guess you want to pocket the book. Yeah. Okay. Do the schematics look like schematics to me? Yeah! Totally! I'm gonna have to get you to interpret some stuff later. They're like give the, they're like meticulously done too. Someone called Jefferson wrote them. <laughs> so I think this is more than enough to convince the town and probably Strahd himself that these people are heretics. I mean, I think the cult stuff is incidental. No. To the possessions. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is. The warship thing upstairs. I mean, this is obviously all this big thing that's connected to them, and we can use it to get them the fuck out of here. I mean, yes, you could play it like that. That's exactly how we're gonna play it. How yeah. else would you suggest? Um, you can take the money, killed, but you can't have it. <laughs> we just killed the serial killer. It's all fine now, guys. Except it's clearly not fine. This wasn't the serial killer's job. I mean, this isn't a good job, but those corpses are... We don't even know if that thing was the one that was originally torturing people in town. I don't know either. I guess we should ask the merchants what there is. It's like finding a bunch of dead people and then looking at one person who killed another person and being like, yes, this person committed all the murders in all of Barovia. So what you're saying is you're describing police officers closing a case when they arrest one black dude. Case closed. Uh, okay, we can wrap up every murder that's open on the books. Yes, literally. <laughs> oh, we found a person. His name Says we're the only minorities in Barovia. <laughs> well, if the boyar, the, the boyar, but the well, the burger master wants an excuse to shut this place down, he has it. <laughs> an insane excuse. There's more like writing down here. There's like journals and stuff. Yeah. So, Pocket whatever you want. I'll get you. <laughs> yes. Take all the evidence and get back to town. Yes. So let's see maybe yeah, what the burgermeister wants to do with this. Get them the hell out of the mine. <laughs> Alright. Spoiler alert. The burgermeister's going to organize a lynch mob. Okay. And they're going to lynch mob the merchants out of town. And out of the mine. Perfect. Fair enough. And the burgermeister will come in with his miners. Take no one is going to this mine. No? No. This place is... Condemned. <laughs> he's got to sort that out. So it's, it's going to be off limits to people for the next little while while they sort this shit out and well, make sure they don't have to get the, the Zverevichs involved. Well, good thing we've got the back entrance, guys. Oh yeah, we should leave through that and go to town. And, uh, yeah, that would be like way more convenient. Like, like he gets shown all of this. You show him all this, and he's just like, <laughs> yeah, 
Nope, not acceptable. We don't show him the books. No, that's fine. So, I feel like I feel like to wrap, we should move forward to you guys looking at the documentation you got to start piecing things together. Okay, so I guess we convene back with the. With the list, yes. yes. Right. Hey guys, what have you done? Oh, nothing? Well, we uh, murdered the serial killer and... <laughs> not nothing. Paid assiduous attention to a donkey, I sure as hell hope. So nothing. <laughs> nothing of importance. Alright, you guys get back to Gerard and Priscilla, and you have your books. So, what do you want to know about the information you've gathered from the caves? Those, so I don't think any of this has anything to do with finding the ring. I don't understand a single bit of this conspiracy, so yeah, pretty much everything from the ground up. I mean, from the sense that ties to one of my personal backstory, which was they found the merchants doing some fuckery in the mines years back, and I didn't follow up. I, I mean, like you guys got new info. Yeah. I mean, okay, well, so... What are, the, what are the journals that we found? There we go. That, that's what I was asking about. Okay. What from the journals you guys wanted? Not a whole conspiracy. Good lord. You don't have key pieces yet. You just got some key pieces. So the merchant's journals, they were building, um, prompted by, by fortune tellers and, like, people among their community that were telling them that they could be really rich if they, they got this patron that they found in this book uh, that was dropped off to them by a donor. Uh, they could construct a idol and uh, it would funnel them wealth and fortune. The mechanical Christ. Yes, new motive power is what it's called. <laughs> so the idea was to use this idol and all of their wealth and all of the worship and the mine's resources to build and finish this thing and channel it into the corpse in the lake above, like the, the child body. And it would, it would, um, this patron that's been reaching out to them in their dreams and stuff, and from t through some of their members, uh, he'd be able to cross over and shower them with affection and gifts. Because he can't, he's not quite here all the way. <sighs> Fucking parasitic gods. They found all this stuff when they were like looking through the mine uh, and found where the, the dead guy's body was and it led them to this compartment where there was this material left behind by some guy uh, called John Murray Spear. <coughs> okay, so they found the journal there. They found John Murray Spear and his journal. Uh, it looks like he got lost. He, he died in the caves. Okay. Did they say anything about who was reaching out to them? A patron, like God, was reaching out to them. God was speaking to them in their dreams and stuff, and sending his uh, his like uh, good omen, like servants, raccoons. Uh, they're called. They, they don't really have a proper name for them. They're just messengers. Okay. Well, so, yeah. they wanted the minds to build new mode of power. Okay. To bring their god in. And now, our Phineas wants to build a new mode of power. <laughs> Finish the work. Finish the prayer. Finish the prayer. 
<laughs> that's how he becomes the, the villain. What they did do, uh, they, they found out that something was attacking their people, and they think it was uh, some sort of specter or unquiet dead. So they were seeding their buildings and stuff with like salt and like uh, like low like 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 charged magnetic fields to keep the ghost out. Did it work? For the most part. Uh, then it got a physical body. Uh, you can infer afterwards, and that did not keep it out. Fucking Jason. <laughs> Okay. That's them. They're just trying to be rich. Okay. Is the home? That's them. The journals. Okay. They're using shenanigans to get enough power here to uh, to keep the mind from themselves. Okay. How does this tie in with the guy that was murdered that had the altar beforehand that came from the village of Barovia at all? The serial killer? Hmm. No, I don't think it was the serial killer. The, the guy we in the college we investigated last time. Or they were... Okay. Oh, so they were keeping the altar. Yeah. They like made notes that they had to move it because some of the locals were starting to snoop around. Okay. So they moved it closer to the mine, which is riskier because the mine has more people moving through it. Uh, okay, once again, who had the uh, rosary? From the village of Barovia, that tied in with something. Okay. When you guys mentioned that you guys had a ghost coming after you, the Delicia twins know how to deal with ghosts. Okay. They have a book on it. Perfect. I guess we'll study it. Yeah, like Priscilla's kind of an expert. Cool. Yeah, you encountered a, like a walking specter? Well, it possessed the body of a corpse. Full manifestation, that's unusual. Uh, so, Van Richten wrote a book about ghosts, which I, I didn't really read it. I actually picked up uh, a book from one of his associates, uh, Wells. It's Wells' Guide to the Occult. Wells was one of uh, Van Richten's uh, stranger associates from Falcovnia. He didn't. He was a monk, and then he originally then he moved to like Demela and Lamordia and became sort of a, a spiritual inventor. Uh, and he devised a system for <coughs> containing ghosts and communicating with them and tracking them. Interesting. He uses uh, the the uh, organ. It's like the energy all living things have inside their bodies to trace them. Hmm. And she kind of just looks around at your lab. You ever heard of a radio? Uh, I've That's how you communicate it. Yeah. So yeah, Orgon Freak is, like, the book says Orgon gives off a frequency that you can track with a radio, a uh, sort of interference. Interesting. Cool. Um, well, do you know enough that we'd be able to replicate that? Yeah. Here, I mean, like, she, there's, like, diagrams and stuff. Like, it's a guide to building an EMF machine. <laughs> Would you be willing to part with that book? Sure. Well's Guide to the Occult. Well's Guide to the Occult and Radios. And uh, Gerard's like, it sounds like the serial killer, your killer, the, 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 yep. the Ripper. The Ripper's spirit's still at large. Yes. It's but you destroyed its corporeal form. Yeah. Yes. Which means it will re manifest in its fetters. 
What is that? What is that? Uh, fetters are things significant to a spirit in life. It's bones, it's grave, uh, where it grew up, uh, it's murder weapon. People that apprehended it. I mean, it was a it was a laborer. I don't remember there being too much special in its books. Maybe I mean, the house walking between, burned it down. He was walking between Kresig and the other village, so between those places. Probably that's where the thing would be at. Well, well, the slasher was an orphan, wasn't he? My god, orphanage. Whoa. Perhaps if its burial site's been destroyed and it has no fetters in Kresik, that would logically be where it bounced to. So we need to build a radio and go to the Barovian Orphanage. Was his? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he had this little necklace that was jammed in someone's throat. How did he get his own rosary to jump in someone's throat? I ask the owner where it came from. I mean, we know where it came from, but it ended up in the body. The rosary ended up in the body. Eh? Okay, don't know. So we've got to go to the orphanage, communicate with him. Obviously, finish this something, put it to rest. Yes, it's the only way to stop them. They'll they'll keep coming back if you don't resolve its fetters. Fetters can also be unfinished business. It seems like it was trying to save the town from possession, so... Um, Okay. Maybe he's on our side after all. I'm pretty sure the serial murder is not on our side. Yes, it's unlikely that a uh, unta- unquiet dead would. Uh, the unquiet dead are not our allies, but they can work in ways that align with our motive, with our goals. Well, I'm leaving my mind open to possibilities. They get obsessive after a while. They stop having human reasoning. Their fetters consume them. Mm-hmm. Well, we will put it to peace either way. I guess we'll have to. Otherwise, it might be coming back for us. And we might want a cover story for going to the orphanage. We're investigating where the person that murdered a merchant, because it obviously couldn't be the serial killer. So maybe there's someone else. Plus, you have the rosary, which presumably yeah. belongs to someone there. Yeah. Sorry, we want to bring back a rosary. That's a noble quest. <coughs> okay. So, we still don't know where the ring went though. There's a whole empty mine now where it could have been lost. What race? Asher's ring. You've forgotten about it. The original quest. <laughs> Asher's ring still missing. We don't have any clue about where it went. Well, is the mine's empty. Maybe the ghost has seen it. Maybe. You want to ask the ghost or channel it? 
with the radio, like with Child the Well, we're going to be talking to it anyways. I mean, presumably it gives us a radio frequency. Maybe you'll be able to connect to it on the same frequency. I don't know. Well, I guess we're going to the village of Barovia. The choking fog. Worst poverty. The misery. Well, we can go there rich. Follow those blinks and stuff. Go there rich? I mean, we, we have the... vampire lungs. Hey, Strahd, you want these vampire lungs? Hey, Strahd, I think this is your... Strahd, you want these vampire lungs? He's like, I could use a spare. Oh, Mr. Burns. Oh, my God. All right. Well, the Delizia twins are going to say goodbye to you because Barovia is a scary hellhole. That's unfortunate. I hope they don't use those words. (laughs) (laughs) They'll leave you their notes and their material that they have on the case, like all the stuff they found on the serial killer and all the stuff they have on, like, they'll they'll leave you, like, their books on slashers and stuff. Awesome. But uh, fuck this place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I didn't get the love and dress card so I could just tie one of them into me. <laughs> Here, my wife now. Point. <laughs> Christ Almighty. But there is one last thing to tackle before we close for the season. Because time, I imagine, will pass as you guys get prepped to go to Barovia to investigate the orphanage at the village, right? Yeah. Okay. So you guys are going to start noticing things now that you've left the mine. They're getting more and more unlucky. Oh, the unlucky thing was the beginning. (laughs) Oh, no. Pennies, pennies. So, things are different around Kresik. When you go outside uh, at night, you can see you can see a little clearer at nighttime, even when the moon's not out. Uh, there are wolves that have been stalking the village, but they've been keeping like weird patterns and staying kind of outside of people's point of view. Uh, and there's clearly something wrong with them. Like they're they're lopsided, their shoulders are the wrong angle, and their stomachs are squirming. And there's that hissing kind of laughter coming from them. This reedy little voice. Or, you know, when you're just walking through the village kind of in the early morning or during the, the evening, the, uh, some of the carry-on birds or owls will be, like, in tree ho- in knot holes in the trees staring at you. And uh, they'll have, like, rings around their eyes that are the wrong color and shape. Or just, you know, it'll be nighttime and you'll be in your house and outside your window will be one of those raccoon things. Or you'll be at the cat's cradle. And we'll be outside your window, mocking you, maybe throwing rocks at your window to keep you awake. And if you point it out to other people, they don't see them. They're cool. It's a cat. <laughs> and uh, it picks up in the coming days, like like you noticing these things, and other people not noticing them, and them going around when no one's paying attention and stinging them, and that person getting kind of like sick over time, or they start having accidents. <coughs> This is all what the serial killer saw. I mean, it's supposed to be an ally or a friend to help us. Yeah, so. one was. I mean, it should apply to general group or whatever. Shh, 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 it's okay. Whatever, no. 
okay. I didn't ask for this. The merchants <laughs> are your friends. They're dead. And they're your they're, friends! They're dead friends. <laughs> they're no longer antagonistic. Originally, the merchants were going to be alive and trying to kill you, so when you played the friend card, instead of them trying to kill you, I had the serial killer show up and murder them all for you. So he was my friend all along? The real friends were the friends you made along the way. I mean, the friend card specifically doesn't work on major antagonists. <laughs> Was he a major antagonist? I don't know. I mean, he was because he was my enemy for the other cards. Oh, no, he wasn't your enemy. <laughs> no, 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 Peter. That wasn't your enemy. Oh, I don't know who is. Your enemy <laughs> is Electronic Christ. Oh, no. Christ, <laughs> he's no. coming back. <laughs> Electronic right. Christ, whose plans you fucked up. The second coming of Electronic Christ. But, yeah... Much like in Bloodborne, which is the direct parallel I'll draw, your guys' insight has gone up since you picked up the bad penny. Which means you're starting to see the things everyone else has been missing this entire time. So I have a feeling that when we'll switch over to the other system, this will be more of a paranormal investigation game rather than just living in Ravenloft. Yeah, it's going to get a little weirder. And now you guys have the ability to see shit without it being like an occult role or something. Okay. Because you're getting dragged further into the supernatural weird side of things now that you're all covered in curses. Mothman bullshit, bad penny, getting stung. I don't know. A friend of the hooligans, which is the name of that type of critter. They're called hooligans. Cool. Alright, but that is the season finale. You guys have investigated, you've discovered some things, you don't have all the answers, you don't have most of the answers. But you certainly have an, a rough outline of what the map might look like. Fucky. So, uh, that is Season 1 of Conspiracy at Kresik. I was Devin. Tyler. Kevin. And Peter. And this is sponsored by Nobody. Signing off. Mm -hmm.